Hi, Aaron here, and uh, this is a spoiler warning. If you have not seen Mother yet, uh, be aware that uh, we will talk about plot twists uh, of the movie. Nothing really detailed, but it's a movie that really would benefit from uh, not knowing too much beforehand if you are interested in seeing it. Um, so uh, I do recommend to go and see the movie beforehand and um, then coming back to us. I think it will uh, help you um, understand our talk a little bit more and it would be much more entertaining for you. Like mother, like son, like movies. I'm Aaron, and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And uh, this time we want to talk about our experience while going to see uh, Darren Aronofsky's latest film, uh, Mother, from 2017. And um, you, you wanted, you were kind of interested in going to see this film because you said that you, how did you put it, that you 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 wanted to see what. Aronovsky's is all about. Yes, you, you, exactly those words. Because That's you, it. yeah, because you did. You said that you you didn't really get him yet. Like you, you didn't have yeah. your own like settled view on him or something. Yeah, not a clear view what he's after. But now after this mother, I it was the right right choice for us, and we had such a a wonderful possibility when we were together in Finland going to see yeah. it in the theater yeah um, which movies did you see before this like um, what I, I have seen when you were in high school I remember you were in high school and you were talking all the time about or not all the time but they are talking about this requirement for a dream and uh, what I read about it it was just silly thing for me but uh, then I I because of you, I watched it, and I can understand that Ellen Burstyn was good, of course. She was something nice, good. I think she has saved his films many times. Yeah. I didn't realize even that uh, Jared Leto was in it, and because yeah. I only realized Jared Leto late, only, you know, in... In this uh, Matthew McConaughey film, this uh, this um, age film, what was it? Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, exactly. There he was fantastic, and I realized that that's a, that's a real good actor. But I didn't even notice him that time. I was not uh, so much in. Yeah, it was really early in his career. Like I think early he didn't probably. do a lot of acting. Like he, he has been mainly in uh, side characters. He, I think he was in uh, Fight Club. He was in, uh, yeah, he he was in all kind of uh, little roles in the background, and I yeah. think "Require for a Dream" was like one of his early main parts that he did. Yeah, 
I, I really didn't because it was such a strange. Aronofsky was strange after that for me. <laughs> and uh, then I, I saw, after that, I saw Black Swan only. And, uh, yeah, we watched it the, together. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I, I made you watch it, <laughs> like I said. Uh, we, we should yeah, watch this film. <laughs> yeah, and it was a controversy on Natalie Portman that year when she got Oscar for it. She got a prize, best actress prize for it. And, and she, she changed her dress because this, this was this incident in Dior or was it Dior or some? Yeah. The dress and she didn't take the dress and they, the, it was a scandal. There was anti-Semitism there. So Uh that's why I was, I noticed this, but then uh, then I also saw the film through the interest. And re- after that, I really didn't know still what to think about Aronofsky. So, but now, now we got it. Now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you figure it out. So, and, and you also talked to me about Noah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a big, big uh, change also. Like, I, I, for me, Darren Aronofsky has been kind of a, uh, uh, kind of a solid filmmaker that you can kind of, like, like, require for a dream of such a well-paced, like, well-made, unique style film that, 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 um, he he became he became like a very interesting filmmaker for many people because of that movie and also the previous Pie movie which was kind of an indie film like kind of you could compare did, yeah. you could yeah. compare it to um, Christopher Nolan's Memento like this uh, I haven't seen this Pie yeah it's a black and white film and it's it's very intensive it's it's a it's a quite good film. I think all his films are intensive. That yeah. that I would say. Yeah, we will get into that. Like what yeah. you, what you figured out about him. But um, okay. uh, so and and after that, he always made interesting movies. They always have an interesting concept and stuff. Like he made the Fountain, which is a very surrealistic film. Like I think it's his. In many ways, he was for a long time. It's kind of his magnum opus in a way. Like, and, and people consider it like his most kind of masterful direction and filmmaking. But maybe for some group, some specific group of people. Yeah, maybe it's it's a very challenging. It's it doesn't explain a lot itself. It's very. Uh, it it is his most kind of. Uh, I really hate to use a term of art house. I, I don't like this term. I don't like to consider some movies more art house than others or something. Uh, I either not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but yeah. Maybe some people consider it like art house, and I think mm-hmm. in a way, Mother is a direction again towards that. Is they these kind of movies they they go away from the traditional narration. They don't mm-hmm. follow this like. But he always had this quirkiness in his thing. And what, what about this wrestler? Yeah, that was also really, really good. That's like one of his most strongest films, I would say. Like, but is, was that more normal? Like? That was a normal film in a way, but it, it was still, there was some kind of, like, it was kind of a surprise because it was so normal compared to his other movies, but there was also some quirkiness in it, in a, that it was, 
it 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 that that film kind of uh, felt very close to like in style and aesthetics to so like like of the you you remember the the Danish films from uh, that Lars von Trier and the other people made the dogma films remember uh-huh. like very very uh, yeah. raw and very natural realistic just just like a kind of a documentary style filmmaking I I only remember that I haven't seen it because it's about wrestling I suppose so yeah. it's not interesting I should see it probably but, but this Mickey Rourke he took him from somehow he was forgotten and completely down this person so that's I I read about it and I admired very much this Aronofsky that he gave Mickey Rourke the chance to get back to life. Yeah, yeah, like like wonderful. Like wonderful. Aron, Aronofsky has this, this ability to to cast very interesting actors, like like in a way like like just like Jared Leto in Require for a Dream, and and the Mickey Rourke that like like a Tarantino or somebody who. He, he utilizes not so well known actors in a but, very but well, talent, really and, like talent. Yeah, and, and and the point is that these actors can from with these movies they can elevate their career very well. Just like Mickey Rourke kind of had a comeback yeah. because of Wrestler. Yeah. Now I remember that, this yeah ah, sorry. I, I remember this article I read about Mickey Rourke that it was very impressive that he said that the only one he had in life was his dog. <laughs> a friend. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and and, it, and and the wrestler was interesting that's... because it was kind of very personal because Mickey Rourke was with wrestling and stuff like this. So it was mm-hmm. kind of, uh, uh, it was, um, it made the line between reality and the fictional filmmaking kind of blurring in a way. It was really interesting. Anyway, it was really good. But then, so I always had this idea with Darren Aronofsky that. He has a strong filmmaking uh, oeuvre, you know. I can kind of count on him in a way of getting like interesting movies and stuff. I didn't, I didn't have any uh, any any negative counter reaction to his movies bef- uh, before Noah, because Noah. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to see Noah, then I was kind of like, "What the hell? This is so stupid." This, it was one of the stupidest movies of that year that I saw, and I was so blown away from Darren Aronofsky that how did he make this film? Like, like, and it was like a passion project for him and everything, and it was kind of a weird. And he he went, he took this whole religious. Yeah, why why does him. he go into this Bible business? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why, why? <laughs> but, oh, I so much want to like him because when I saw his photo, I thought that this guy is a likable guy. He's an intelligent and very pleasant looking person. So you can expect from him very good things. Yeah, and, and in, a, in a funny way, you know, already in, in the first movie, Pi, uh, mm. The black and white. There was all, all, also religious themes. He incorporated uh, mystic, uh, Jewish mysticism in it, uh, <laughs> with mathematics and uh, Jew, Jewish uh, like Kapala and stuff like this. And that it was quite of interesting in a way. That film, it, it kind of is it a mathematic uh, film? Yeah, it's very very uh, mathematic. Ah, uh, good because I'm collecting mathematic films. Yeah, maybe right. you should see it then. Like, yeah, maybe you have to read. Yeah. Because after Mother, you know, 
We were so in Helsinki, his mother, I, I decided that never again, Aaron. <laughs> never again. But now you already got me interested in Restla and Pie, which I have to see. So yeah, maybe it's an ongoing process to kind but of not, explore. But no, I will not go on. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a kind of, a, a silly movie. And, uh, the thing is that you can, I think there's a lot of really interesting religious filmmaking. Like we have been talking about Martin Sorcez with silence yeah. and um, what else? There, like um, there's good f- um, Bible in filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and not this kind so, of rub- so yeah, but so so then it is kind of goes into like how do you you how do you start to break down your religious themes in your movies and stuff? And I feel like especially like with Noah, it was a it was it was a disaster. I think with how to how to approach it because you he his approach you know that, that kind of connects to mother later is that he he makes it too literal you know too much into like he takes the bible story but he makes it as 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 that like a, like a realistical story yeah you know, like, like, you know, it yeah. was the Abel and Cain that was for me a very big, uh, he, he just took it kind of realistic, like, okay, Abel and Cain and the conflict and this is how humanity separated and stuff. And I kind of made it a fantasy story out of it, but it's like, mm. okay, but it's not supposed to be really like a literal narration, you know? And yeah, it's just symbolic thing. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism in that thing and you, you should kind of approach it more in that and, like, like, for example, uh, Martin Sorces in silence approaches religion more in a way of how we use religion in life. Mm-hmm. You know, not the religion itself, you know, not the Bible itself or something is, but so, yeah, so after that, I kind of got like a little bit like, uh, yeah, I didn't care about, like, I, I, I lost a little bit of hope. So when we went to see mother, I really didn't know almost anything beforehand. And I, I try to go like that to movies in general. It's most pleasurable. So I knew only that there's Jennifer Lawrence and there's Javier Bardem and that there is a, some kind of a home where they're living and there's violence. That's all I knew. And Ed Harris, I heard. So... Yeah. So I was really surprised. No, I first of all I saw the film with you, and uh, I never realized for a second that this is biblical. Yeah. So only afterwards at home you tell me that okay, so they write that it's something he says himself that it's biblical, and I was thinking, blah, <laughs> it went down the drain. <laughs> yeah, like we, we watched the film, we went to there, and we, like you said, we didn't know anything about this film because we, I, I, I also am starting to get more and more into this. Uh, there, there is even a term for it these days in Hollywood that they use it like uh, blind watching or something. Like you go blind. Yeah. You go, mm-hmm. uh, or pure or. Vanilla, or I, I don't know, something like this, what they call it, uh-huh. whatever, I don't care, but I, 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 I didn't watch any trailers, I didn't want to read about it, I just wanted to go and see it and, you know, how it presents, and we, so we, the movie just presents itself, and we were really wondering, like, whoa, where is this movie going, and... 
Because the beginning was strange, you remember? Yeah, the beginning was. This, this woman wakes up and then, uh, oh, there's something there, and then the woman wakes up in the house, and the house is so sterile, you know, sterile, you know, yeah. kind of uh, made, not real, uh, lived, lived yeah. house. It didn't look real, and I thought, what's going on? Like you said, where is this going? And the woman walks around, round, 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 so what? So, and, so and, what? And there's this weird tension. You know, there's this, yeah, like, very good how you say it's, it's sterile. It's like, well, it's 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 in the process of being built, kind of, okay. But she's so full of tension and fear and, and like, okay, it's, this is weird. And from the beginning, their relationship is not really feel, doesn't feel... there was feel, no uh, reason for it. Yeah, exactly. No. We don't know the, anything. And, we don't know anything. There was no reason for us to, that she would be excited or tension. She was just a pleasurable, beautiful colors, you know, blue and beige and things, uh, and you know, like in a vanilla, life, you know. Yeah. So. And and but but then how? But then the, it, itself, the feel, the experience itself was kind of interesting. How we are following her and how everything is from her point of view, and we don't. And it's it 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 starts to feel more and more that it's like a kind of a weird dream. Like it starts off kind of. Okay, but it, it as long as as much the film goes on, it gets more and more into this kind of a nightmare. It's it's really like a dream sequence. Yeah, but if we don't see it, I didn't realize any dream there, even if it was a dream. But there was no connection between the yeah. feelings and the, what you see. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, like towards the when when the second half of the film starts and the real roller coaster starts going on, then I started to notice like, okay. The religion team starts popping up very, very clearly, because yeah, she, but she you becomes... see it in every film, every movie, more or less, there and there you see these kind of religious things, and I didn't pay attention. I was still hoping for something. Yeah, like in Blade Runner, there is a lot of religious subtext mm. very clearly, like, like. Uh, like the child and stuff like this. There's always these days. It's very hard to not incorporate in Western society narration some kind of uh, Bible, you know, metaphor or something like but this. But Darren Aronofsky, he somehow takes this, like this, takes this pie and smashes into your face <laughs> and rubs it in. He, it's, it's not delicate. Exactly, yeah. That 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 became more like the problem while we were watching the film. Is like by the end of when when it becomes so clear what he's pounding you at, you know, this Bible uh, reference and this this religious theme is like you you start to get like, okay, I get it. But but I have read the Bible long time ago already. I know all about it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and uh, and. Yeah, and then we were like really wondering about the film and stuff like this, like thinking, uh, we were trying to find good things about it and bad things about it, and we were discussing and a even, lot about it. Yeah, yeah. even with, with Jennifer Lawrence, because I have a lot against Jennifer Lawrence, a lot. Against? No, against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she, to me, she doesn't know really, she's not a really good enough act, actress. And even if she, I think she got Oscar for something, and so, so, 
Her talent is uh, average, like uh, so. What? Yeah. What was your history with Jennifer Lawrence? Have you ever? Uh, then she about was it? a very young girl. She was in a very good film. It's the Winter's Winter Bone. Bone. Yeah, something like that. And I saw it very good. She was really good. But she was a girl then. And then afterwards, she got into this uh, silver-lined notebook, which uh, just... Got her Oscar. normal romantic story. Where you get her Oscar out of <laughs> When the amazing other who, who was the other... Wasn't there somebody like yeah, an older female actress... Uh, competing Emmanuel Riva or something. Ah, Emmanuel Riva. Yeah, it's can't even. Co- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it. It was. It was that year. So, anyway, I have nothing against her if she don't go into films. <laughs> if you... But then, then she goes and marries this Aronofsky. I think they were. They got married, and that's why she was in this film, probably, because mm. she was his wife. So it's not a reason, really, to put in, to her into this <laughs> it, but it's And in... I don't understand why she's a sex symbol or something in America and very, uh, very uh, admired. I think her, I think her um, popularity connects to the idea that she's very relatable to the common people. Like, she wasn't really a superstar when she got the Oscar, and she stumbled when she went to get the Oscar. And she's, like, a very normal, like, she was a normal person, you know? And she she has, after that, she has been in the process of, like, becoming a celebrity and a superstar. And now she's kind of like a superstar, and her persona and her appearance also kind of became more and more like a celebrity, you know, instead of like a common person and uh, it's, it's kind of, but I think her, that I think that's the background of the popularity of But she, in this mother film when I look at her, I, I gave her possibility because we wanted to be so positive so I, I watched her, and she didn't give to me any originality when she acted. Yeah, the thing is that she didn't put any depth into the character there's yeah, like not it. no character in her. She's she's just a woman in the house, and and there is a story, of course, and an arc to her. But the the whole, I was really irritated the whole time of the movie that all her character is is to just be tensive. And what what was the word that I used when I when we after we talked about it that she's yeah nervous and confused all the time. That's her character, to be confused yeah. about whatever is happening. Like, oh my God, what's this? Oh my God, what's that? Oh no, oh no, get out of my house. Why won't you get out of my house? What's happening? That's, that's yeah. all of it. She doesn't do any action. There's no, yeah. there's nothing so, to her. So maybe Aronofsky may, means, meant it like that, that it won't, but on the other hand, she is acting as a person, as a human being, not as mother is. She's she's acting as a human being, so she should be a human being, and she's not. Exactly, yeah, that, that's that's true. And then, okay, so now, if if we go into like like what we then because we after after the movie we talked about it like all the all the different interpretation like how what we thought about the movie and how you could see the movie and stuff like this. And then I read just plain out that the director said that this movie is a metaphor of. Uh, how humans have uh, 
have abused Mother Earth, and that Jennifer Lawrence character is Mother Earth, and Javier Bardem is God, and Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer are Adam and Eve, and and blah blah blah, and it's just like they just tell told you the whole movie what it means. And it's, a, yeah. it's a funny way of making a movie that tries to be mysterious and mystical, and then just plain explain it. Imagine, yeah. imagine if Tarkovsky would have explained every, all of his movies <laughs> to people, you know, like it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is what I meant. And this, this, this. So you can just shut up. Don't, don't write any yeah. essays anymore Perfect. about it. We can go and see the film. This is what. Yeah. So, okay. Thanks. So we have. And Javier Bardem in this mother film, he was very irritating. Really, he was like mad person. Uh, he, 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 I need, yeah. The God character. Uh, mm. Yeah, in what way? What do you mean? He was like ir, irrelevant in this, in this acting of his that, He, he just go on his own way and don't listen. What kind of marriage is that? <laughs> It all what he carefully, this Aronofsky, says to us in the beginning that there's a house, a beautiful house, which is worthwhile renovating and so on and tenderly, lovingly. And then the life between them doesn't show it at all. Where's the base? Where did they agree to that? I think the problem with this movie is kind of like the, this this. This, this thing itself, like that we are, the whole point of it is that we are shown like, um, a biblical story in, in relation to Mother Earth, uh, but as a household drama. <laughs> that, that's the whole point of the movie. You yeah. know? So we, so and I think the point is to show that Like the, I don't really know why exactly biblical story. Like why, why? Because the whole it's an environmental movie. The whole point is to show like, like us, the audience, how we have abused the Mother Earth. But it wants to show it through the creation of humans and how how humans were introduced on the planet Earth, um, but in a in a in the biblical sense through Genesis. Mm-hmm. Because of Adam and Eve, and then this stupid Abel and Cain stuff again. And she renovates the house. Yeah, well, I like she renovates the earth. But like, yeah. like, like we have been talking about all this time. Like Jennifer, mm. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't seem to have any real character, any real like uh, depth, any, no, any history, nothing. any anything. And then also Javier Bardem doesn't really ha- seem to have any real connection. And stuff. Yeah, so, it's just egoistic man in the house. Yeah, so then it's kind of like kind of this very hollow representation of like, well, imagine if if the wife is Mother Earth and the God is the husband. So this is their relationship, which seems to be very disconnected, and there's no love, and and it's like this. But it's like, then why do it like as a household? Is it is it to show really that okay that that's the whole point that like in in terms of the perspective of seeing. Uh, the the elemental aspects of 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 universe or something like planets and God and stuff like this that we can kind of now relate to them more and we can kind of see oh wow I, like oh, now I see I have been really bad person because I have been abusing the I can really see how how it's iri- how it's so annoying that all these people are 
uh, coming to their house, which is like humans coming to planet or something like this. But it, the problem is that he, this way, Darren Aronofsky starts to assume a lot about the character of the planet, because the planet is now somehow a human person, but a planet is not really a human person. So it's a very <laughs> weird way of starting to wanting to start to discuss about our relationship to the planet Earth, you know, like. Well, you have said it all about this household and, and the woman and everything, but I, what I want to say more about Javier Bardem, that he has a tendency to go into films sometimes really silly acting. Really silly acting. Like this one, and then I saw lately another one, this Sean Penn's Get a Gunman, which um. was the most horrible minus, minus one star, <laughs> minus, minus one star. And there, in the middle of that film, Javier Bardem suddenly act, became crazy, mm. no, uh, mad, mad. And I think his his screenplay was mad, so he it was <laughs> completely underground ground the whole business. So <laughs> I I feel like here he had the same. So it was not on his level because he has done really uh, good films. He's a good actor. Marvel's yeah, films. and we we were talking about it that uh, even though it it wasn't like he it felt like he something about him just didn't work really in there, but you could see that he tried at least. And there, there was, was no yeah one moment, one uh, thing was that I don't forget that that there was no um, passion between them. There, it was not believable married couple. Yeah, exactly, and and somehow I feel like, like, I think in some ways Aronofsky wants to say that it's it it is like that because the god is just an egoistic narcissist who doesn't really care the planet Earth, so that's how it reflects on their relationship. So he there is no real love between them, something. But in some ways he does want to create that 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 setup for their relationship in the beginning that they are supposed to be starting up this uh, relationship together and stuff but the problem is that there's already tension and there's already this weird uh the the a set up into this 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 uh, pers- into this life that is supposed to be not so well so where do we begin so it at, at any point, like, and, like... And Aronofsky gives us this reason, like this diamond which he's keeping there in this room, which he worships, this yeah. little diamond. So that's like his his uh, life, uh, uh, the elements is out there. Yeah. What is elements is out The life force... Life yeah, the life force, the life sense that that's what yeah. he's living for. So absurd, absurd. This does not. <laughs> you can only laugh at it, <laughs> or then you can go crazy on it and be cult or something. But then you are already on a devil's side, maybe. <laughs> No, you you I mean, mean like a fan base who just blindly wants to see all this uh, something more deeper in it and stuff like this and. Exactly. Yeah, and and you know, like, uh, and then af- afterwards, like, people have been reacting to this movie in a very big way. Like, it is, uh, it has, 
like I think it uh, doesn't deserve really this reaction from people. But I how I, what I listen, yeah, what, it yeah, what I, it's not controversial. It's people have been trying to make it into a very huge thing, but it's it's just a media gimmick in a way. But um, uh, well, we are talking about it. We have a podcast about it, but. Um, yeah, but we want uh, we're talking about more. I think about Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and people. But uh, what I what I was wanting to say is that people have been trying to wanting to have opinions about this movie and that it has been dividing people a lot. Like some people like it and some people don't, and uh, it has been yeah, kind of a mess. Uh, in terms of like critics and reviews in a way and uh, the, then I've read like the feedback from Aronofsky ah, Darren Aronofsky uh, himself and also Jennifer Lawrence and stuff and they seem to be like no we don't care we don't care at all what people say we we made our film and we are very happy with it and people can say whatever and this was like Jennifer Lawrence uh, point of view but then Darren Aronofsky tries to say is that well, this just shows how important this film is, you know, you know, like this, that, um, uh, that, that, that there's that, a controversy. Yeah, that there, there is, there is a real message in the film and stuff. And I, I, uh, in this way, you know, he goes into the same, uh, uh, pitfall as with the Noah film. He thinks that he's trying to say something very, very important environmentally about it, but it crumbles all of it in in terms of it as a real discussions, you know, like uh, just yeah. just like in Noah, like the whole thing that he brings the Bible into it and tries to have like a saying uh, in it uh, in, in his way, it it becomes uh, less, you know. If he would just uh, if he would have made it a more minimalistic and uh, with uh, more uh, uh, out of context experience it i think it would have been a stronger film you know oh this but, is our let, letter for him this is our <laughs> message for Aronofsky because we wanted afterwards we felt like oh we feel for him so much it's a guy who, who is likable so we want to help him and send him messages and, but i i think in that attitude he will not listen to anybody yeah so, uh, of course no. he's an artist yeah. who is going he's I think he's uh, stepping over more and more into the la- into the level of uh, you know like an egoist artist who just like he becomes so much uh, kind of uh, controversial in terms of his fans and uh, critics that he decides to take just like oh I will just do what I want just like Tarantino and stuff you know like Tarantino has also stepped into that level where he he just really doesn't want to listen anymore what people have to say and he just does his stuff and that's it you know and yeah. in some ways but w- yeah. what is what is good in Aronofsky and and Tarantino and others which you know Polanski and uh, this also Dario Argento is that they are passionate about movies that's good but yeah. on the other hand I, I read that uh, he had produced this Jackie this Pablo Larraín's wonderful film, Jackie, about Jackie Kennedy. It's a very good film. So he was one of the producers, and I think maybe he should stick to producing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can stay in the film world, but not Uh, in making the films. No, I agree 
I agree 100% with Mike Myers. I read now, only now I read in um, in the internet, that Mike Myers had said that to Aronofsky that was, or asked him, was Marx Brothers the influence on, my, on mother? <laughs> I agree with that. Exactly. That's what it is. Oh, I like this Mike Myers and... Uh, it's, Amazing that I didn't realize that he's so good. No? Exactly uh, like that. The, I think I I know what to see. Like remember the what's Mark Brothers movie was it where they are in the boat and there is this room, this very small room where they are. This one person, yeah. one of them is living. Uh, the, the one with the mustache, uh, Croucher, and yeah. he he. There is people coming into the room more and yeah, more, yeah, and it becomes absurd, more. and it's like. And it's a fantastic scene, and it's exactly this mother movie. That's that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. This Mike Myers is something great. But no, I have to follow still more about Jennifer Lawrence in other films than her husband in future films, and also see another film of Aronofsky with with the Jennifer Lawrence in. Yeah. So then I have it more secure. Because for me, idea. it started already in Noah, you know. When he's in Noah, he started to get into this business, you know. And uh, Well, he, he did religious themes already before. Like, he, he has been kind of, But that's the thing, he's been kind of subtle about it. Like, very nicely how, how he, he... Like The Fountain, for example. It's also a kind of... There's biblical references and stuff. and But it's, but it's in overall a spiritual film. And yeah, it, it's very we, good in, in the mm-hmm. spiritual sense. It works really well. But but uh, now he starts to become like uh, like hammering down his his stuff and his yeah, his, his, like, his way of understand. speaking. Is, yeah, and 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 he, and, he, and he, he doesn't really say really anything. There is no real argument. There is no yeah. real discussion. It just it just a feeling, and that's where you you. Uh, uh, that's what you figured out about him. Yeah. What did you right. figure out when we when we, we we left from the theater and you said to me, "Now I understand Darren Aronofsky." You said to me yeah. that he directs emotions. Yeah, it's not a story, and uh, it's not a movie. You can't mix visual art with movie. It's other thing. There is. No, when you put in the museum videos and things, it's different. Maybe you should put them in the museum, but it's not. No, no, there is missing something between. Um, you, what, what do you mean? You mean like the story that that you don't have a uh, that the narration doesn't live up to the visuals. Yeah, or... it's he's missing the point that when we go, when I go and see his film, I don't see any biblical thing. I want to see. I see only what is there, and in my own way. But he wants me to see biblical. He wants to hammer me in the head. Yeah, but well, I, I don't think it's a problem really that that that, that the narration or that it's it's just the visual. It's just that in this movie, the narration didn't work. You know, it like it's just work. a very, very badly written concept. And, and, and he should have thought about it a little while still, like, okay. There's maybe. also co- the actors then were not right into those parts. Not Javier Bardem and not Jennifer Lawrence. And in fact, I gave two stars to this film. 
which is not is amazing. That's, but uh, I all solely, solely, I gave them to Ed Harris. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, Ed Harris is is always nice. <laughs> That's very hard. Ed Harris is he very knows hard how to, to act. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. The, the problem with all, like Javier Barrem is also a good actor, but the problem is that all these characters just crumble down. But they don't live up to their... He he was not acting realistic, this uh, Javier Barrem. He was just acting, acting. But Ed Harris was realistic in his... Well, he, whoever. He, he, he took it as a, just a theater. Like, he, he just yeah. acts the character. And he, he had a lot yeah. of uh, emotion and... And 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 stuff. Yeah, it, it felt like there was something about this character and stuff. You know, like this is funny because he's like a he had more depth than the the main focus yeah. of the movie. Also, Michelle Pfeiffer had more. She was disgusting yeah. a character there, but she acted really well, like Ed yeah. Harris. They yeah. were the better ones, but True. they were not. Uh, surely they were not Adam and Eve. So, how many stars did you give to this uh, mother? Uh, I, I I don't remember. I, I think I I'm I'm going to give it. I it it it, it crumbled so much. Like it's it's um it's a really nice uh, experience. Like as as a movie, it's re- I think it's really well kind of directed. Like not not the, as with characters and actors, not really. And the but the 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 cinematography is really well done. It feels like uh, it has this 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 little bit of sense of like with one shot kind of. It doesn't want you to think that it breaks and it just goes on and on and it's really well. Uh, there's there was some. Uh, some sometimes I I was kind of thinking in my head in in, in how Caspar No also did like Enter the Void and stuff like how you you are not he doesn't want you to get, take you out of the experience you know like you have to be there and you have to follow it and stuff and I I like this approach of of filmmaking so I have to give some credit to that like he there, that that's really well that's a good approach and I like to see more this type of movies in cinemas. You know, surrealistic and kind of nightmares, and, and another approach into to the uh, kind of uh, like like it's not horror, but it's, it's like nightmares movie. But I like to think horror as more like nightmaric, you know. So 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 I will give it a seven out of ten. I think. Wow, wonderful, Aronofsky! You are something. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention something light in the end, um, something yeah. funny because we were talking about. Uh, um, I think the best thing that I've been thinking about this film, Mother, that we talked about afterwards, was that because we were really like I, I was really so annoyed by the mother character because if you think that it's a Mother Earth, you know, mm. then. Why, why is Mother Earth all the time just thinking like, who are these people? And like, like, so innocent and kind of just annoyed and, uh, uh, kind of, uh, powerless. You know? Yeah. That, that she just lets all of this stuff happen because she's so trustworthy to, to God, to his husband, her husband. Uh, but this doesn't make any sense, but like, 
then they, when when she starts like I was I was even even in the household drama I was try I was trying to think like stand up to yourself like why are you letting all this stuff happen you know like you are mm. you it's your house you have the right to say to to get these people out and who is who is the, your husband to say you know what you can do and what you you have your own opinion also and stuff like this like I was and really. She was- She was yeah. very civilized. She was behaving so well. So Mother Earth is not civilized to behaving. Exactly. Like like and and if if you talk about Mother Earth and the planet, like uh, planet Earth hasn't been just letting things happen. There's tsunamis and volcano eruptions. And yeah, we, we are all the time being crushed by the planet Earth. You know, it, it's it's absurd to me to think planet Earth as just this. You know. This quiet Jennifer Lawrence who is just like, why are you destroying my house? Boo-hoo-hoo. So we were talking about it afterwards and uh, we felt like, you know, you know who, who who would have been better to to act the part of Mother Earth? Yeah. The Isabella Huppert. Yes. Give yeah. her any movie and she makes that. Yeah. <laughs> she would have taken nothing, you know. The movie would have been over in, you know, fifteen minutes. You know, she would have even, you know, uh, kicked Javier Bardem out of the house and screw you, you know. This is my house. I'm going to live alone in this house. And I'm not going to take anything from anybody, you know. And that would have been like the best representation of planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't take shit out of anybody. <laughs> Yeah, that is really funny. And then another funny thing was that we went to a cat cafe to talk to discuss it afterwards. So it was an absurd place. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, in Helsinki there was this uh, cat cafe where there was cats. There was even a cat in the toilet. You know, yeah. you go to you go to sit in the toilet and there's a cat sleeping next to you. And so it was very very weird. Um, it was That's a nice. It's a light way to end this. <laughs> this podcast and we send a kind kind but wise regards to Aronofsky that maybe maybe you consider a little next time (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. so anyway thank you for the discussion and uh, that was a really good thing to get this out of the system exactly yeah Yeah. it's a a good thing to to do Yeah. Uh, yeah see you next time yeah See you next time. Bye. Yeah. Thanks to the other listeners also. Bye bye. Yeah. So just like we said in the podcast, uh, um, it's, it's nice to get some some of those things out of the system before you can kind of move on. Anyway, if you want to know more about our podcast and get some excellent material, material from the episodes, uh, you can visit our website, uh, mothersandmovies.com. If you like our podcast, you can share it with your friends. Also, if you want, you could it would be really nice and help our show if you could rate us on iTunes. The music that you heard in the beginning and now in the background was done by Kevin MacLeod with my additional remixing on our intro, intro deck. Um, be sure to join us next time when we will uh, discuss uh, another movie about the mother. Um, that will be fun <laughs> um, okay uh, so thanks a lot and bye